0: I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. All right. Welcome back, everyone, to episode number 57. I believe, <laughs> of The Best Thing We've Seen podcast. My name is Flo.
1: And I'm Gabe. How are you?
0: I'm okay, man. Is 57 right?
1: I think so, since the last episode was our special. Yes. The one before, the one-year one anniversary. It has to be 57, yeah. Right. Which you edited while we worked. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm quite impressed by that, because I wouldn't have had the, the strength or just the, I don't know, the will the to motivation. do it.
0: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we as we uh, talked about, I think, two episodes ago, I don't think we mentioned it on the um, special episode, mm-hmm. um, that we, uh, yeah, we worked together, like we did last year, we always, like, uh, in March, we work at a convention, I think we called it last time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we tried to, or we did, we, we recorded the special, like, before, beforehand, in order to not be stressed during the convention, but um, yeah, I didn't find time to edit it in time. So I had to edit it in the breaks I found during our work together, (laughs) which, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was fun because um, I was, I was working with, um, with Steven a lot and he was sort of sitting next to me and sort of giving me input, which was helpful, you know, and it was sort of, I think the whole thing was very it was a nice experience. Again, I always like working there. It's always a nice. I mean, it was it was it was obviously weird this year being mm-hmm. um, during COVID and stuff. But yeah, I enjoyed it again. I don't know yeah. how about you?
1: I mean, it's just great people every year there and yeah, beautiful people. <laughs> you wanna lab race?
0: No, just saying. there's a lot of beautiful people there.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was nice to see some people again, and I think they did it quite a smart way i mean if you have to do a convention right then and right now they did it pretty much exclusively online and we all got tested regularly and all wore masks masks so yeah i mean it was a nice experience it was fun to do something else once again and to see those people which you usually see like once a year except for you know you and steven
0: right and I mean it was also nice to have you there so that I could like show you uh, or you, you helped me a lot like as well with the <laughs> intro and with the cover design so it was
1: yeah when I had time
0: yeah <laughs> it was a, col- uh, a good collaboration uh, and I think it turned out okay for the you know for what it was
1: yeah I mean once this is our full time job and we have an office we can do this every week we can
0: delegate yeah we won't have to do anything
1: <laughs> it would be great yeah yeah that power yeah <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I mean, did you get the chance to watch a lot? I mean, we did have you know, two weeks instead of right. one week to watch stuff, just because it was a special. Yeah. But did you get a chance to watch a lot? I mean, we did work quite a bit, and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not always easy. Just you. Okay. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. It's always that with the with the special episodes. We're always like. The, the, the first episode after a special episode, it's always like recapping the last two weeks. <laughs> yeah. But the first week of those two weeks is always just watching everything for the special. Yeah, I'm never watching new things in that week leading up to the special. So um, I, uh, I, I, I thought, like, for example, also, what is how to pronounce this? Raya? Raya?
1: R- raya I think, and
0: the last dragon is mm-hmm. that what it's called yeah i thought this would be sort of a shoe-in for our picks and i also thought it would it was going to be included in disney plus yeah uh, yeah i don't want to pay what is it 22 bucks
1: yeah it's 30 dollars and it's i think 22 euros in europe which just sucks i mean it, because it's premium access it just yeah. means that you get to watch it three months earlier and to do that for like yeah 22 bucks is ah so it's, we can watch it in three months yeah, I think it comes out on June tenth. Jesus,
0: yeah. you have connections at Disney. What's going on there?
1: You you got? Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't you have a deal for us or something?
1: Dude, I wish, but you know my my fan meter has kind of gotten gone down with this because I was so looking forward to this movie, but I don't know. That's just a ridiculous price. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, it's got. It reminds me of uh, Mulan. Wasn't that also like twenty two bucks?
1: Yeah, I think that was the same thing, and I'm. Actually, surprised that they didn't do this with Soul because that seems like the big release, right? Yeah, yeah
0: it's a nice thing to do, you know. Yeah, they felt sure. nice. But, <laughs> for once, yeah, for once. But you, you made the good point that if you like share it with two or three people, it's sort of affordable.
1: Yeah, then it's all right. May, I might do that before June 10th, just because I was l- so looking forward to this movie because I think just the design looks amazing, and yeah, I mean it's got Aquafina in there, and I think she's a funny person.
0: <laughs> that sounded more condescending I think, than you meant yeah, I think she's it she's a funny person <laughs> she's,
1: she's a great actress and I think she she has a great potential for comedic roles which she has done quite a few of right yeah
0: yeah yeah, for sure so I don't know what your pick is gonna be obviously mm-hmm. but I'm just gonna ask you is it is it WandaVision
1: I was <laughs> asking myself the same question like five minutes ago I don't think it is no
0: I feel like I mean, we're still working out the kinks of this mm-hmm. show, but I feel like we should have picked it when, when when we talked about it, like when the first three episodes dropped.
1: Yeah, it would have been my pick then. I yeah, guess as for well. sure. Yeah, And
0: I, it's, it feels weird to now go like, my pick of the week is something that we already sort of talked about uh, mm-hmm. five weeks ago or something, but also like the ending didn't really... Uh, Blow me away by any means, so I wasn't going to pick it after all because I mm-hmm. really enjoyed the show, but the ending sort of let me down. We watched that together uh, mm-hmm. as well, which was fun, but uh, yeah, I expected more. So I'm kind of like, I don't know, it feels like the whole show is now, it's got this bit of a, you know, it, whenever I think about it now, it's just, it's like Game of Thrones in a way, you know, you <laughs> just, just think about the ending and it's like, what, what could have been, what could have been, but it wasn't.
1: Yeah. I mean, the ending is just one of the biggest and most important parts of a show that can ruin everything. Just like you said with Game of Thrones, I mean, everybody loved that show to pieces, and now I barely hear anyone mention it because yeah, yeah, everybody's just over it, and just it's just a Marvel problem I think they have, which they also did with One Instead of finding a great ending, they just set up the next movie, and I don't know. It just didn't feel right, you know. Do you think that's a
0: Marvel issue? Like wh- you had that issue on certain movies.
1: Well, I think in some of the movies, they found a big, a better way to concluding the story and then just hinted at what's, what's going to be the next adventure. But I think there were just so many things left open that the show just didn't feel finished, you know, the whole vision thing, which yeah. I'm not going to go into, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you
0: excited for Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
1: Not anymore. <laughs> really? You?
0: I was never that excited about this one because okay. it just feels like more... I don't know, it feels like more action rather than like something original like WandaVision. Mm-hmm. But I'm still looking forward to it, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're still going to watch it, let's be real.
0: <laughs> no, for sure. I I'm just interested in in seeing like the first couple of episodes to sort of get a feel for it. Mm, I yeah. I don't really know what to expect other than constant action, which would be kind of a letdown, but I don't know.
1: Yeah. I I wonder if they're going to pick like a really good wi- villain or it's just going to be like a side character and then they're going to end it with that guy was only like the henchman, and now it's the bigger villain. You can see in I don't know. Well, it's you know, what movie's coming out? It's next Zemo
0: or. again, isn't it? What's Zemo? That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's ah, a, Zemo? a good Marvel fanboy right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Daniel Bruhl's character. All ah, right, uh, Civil War.
1: Right, he was a villain. I completely forgot about. He that. was the villain. What are you talking about, Gabe? Come on now. I mean, he was the was one like who like uh, four or five years ago we watched it in cinemas, and I haven't seen it since. So right. No he
0: was the guy who sort of um, yes yeah, sabota- sabotaged the whole uh, the Avengers to sort of fight uh, amongst each other you know what i right.
1: mean Right I mean i just remember like two or three scenes from that movie that is the tunnel scene with black panther which sure. is, i think is his first like action scene
0: in berlin yeah
1: yeah I think. and then the you know the big aer- airport scene which is i think one of the most iconic marvel scenes now Yeah Yeah, yeah I, apart love from I love that yeah. movie <laughs> I love that movie I got to rewatch it yeah
0: Um, Right. So, it's not your pick, WandaVision.
1: It's not my pick. Interesting. I I would have loved to have it as my pick, but you know.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I think it's my turn to start this week. Why don't you tell everyone how this uh, regular episode works, and then I'll start with uh, some honorables, because I think now we already talked about WandaVision. I have one honorable.
1: (laughs) Alrighty. So, this show is once again a regular episode. Welcome back. Here we talk about the best thing that we've seen all week—anything from a TV show, YouTube video, to a movie, of course. And yeah, Flo is gonna start us off with a couple of honorable mentions, and then maybe some honorable mentions from me. And then we're gonna get into the picks of the best thing that we've seen all week. And as always, we have no idea what the other person's picks are gonna be, and I really have zero idea <laughs> this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. As I said, I expected us to pick. Uh Raya, Raya, mm-hmm. but uh, no. <laughs> so, we talked about, um, well, we talked about my love of Fincher, I think, multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen his new movie? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, we talked about Mank, which was, mm-hmm. I think it came out in December, November, December, something around yeah, that time. Yeah, I think so, yeah. And unfortunately, I didn't really love it as much as I wanted to. <laughs> but yeah. recently um, I found that there was a behind the scenes video on the, I think it's Netflix film the YouTube channel mm-hmm. and it's a 30 minute behind the scenes video and it's uh, I mean it's fantastic it's really <laughs> is, really good
1: is it also black and white
0: it is okay and it's also <laughs> it also features like like everyone is interviewed obviously Fincher and the whole ca- um, crew mm-hmm. but they're all interviewed over Zoom so it's, unfortunately, like, I still don't understand how these big production companies can't afford good cameras and stuff because it just looks bad and the audio quality is horrible. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's it's got Fincher, the director, it's got the, um, the um, cinematographer, it's got the casting director, it's got the um, composers, it's got, like all the main crew sort of talking about the making of the film and also the actors of course uh, Gary mm-hmm. Oldman and Amanda Seyfried and stuff and everyone else too but it's so fascinating to see them talk I think it's more fascinating the way they created the movie than the actual movie is itself um, it's How just com- well it's just amazing what they went through I mean Fincher is notorious for like being a perfectionist but then mm-hmm. once you hear them all talk about what they went through it's ridiculous and some things that I didn't even think about, like it's it it matters what kind of color they wear, mm-hmm. so that it looks good once they turn into black and white. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And they were like talking about like they they had to wear like aubergine color, I think it was or so or whatever, and because that looked particularly good in that lighting once they turn into black and white. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. I mean, just think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And also like. One thing that blew my mind is they shot or the they they the post production was during covid times. Mm-hmm. And I mean the movie is scored by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross, my <laughs> favorite composers, but they they um composed a obviously a, a more fitting score for that time period. They couldn't go like all out synth like they usually do. So they had to like record an orchestra, but they couldn't because of covid. So they ship they sent like uh, audio equipment to every single person who was in that orchestra and they recorded themselves alone and then they put it all together in post. Shit. And it sounds incredible. I mean <laughs> yeah. they even like obviously we, we listened to the whole final thing and it you don't, you you wouldn't know that they didn't record it in the same room but even like Atticus Ross said he was like amazed at, as to how well it actually sounded.
1: Yeah. I mean everybody has to keep the same tempo without knowing what the other person it's going to play. Right. I, mean, I think
0: they, they, they messed with that a little bit in post. I they guess, sort of, yeah. Yeah. Matched it up. But another thing is like they, because they, I think I talked about this on the episode where we talked about Mank because they wanted mm-hmm. to like get the audio like very, very similar to like how it was back in the old days. Mm-hmm. And they even like once they did the whole thing, Fincher had the idea of like playing the movie in an empty theater and sort of putting a microphone in the room to record the entire movie and to to capture the reverb of the room and then they put that whole audio track up like on top of the original audio track. I mean, who comes up with this idea? It's ridiculous.
1: Shit. I mean, that that's why he's a great director.
0: It's insane. I've like yeah. uh, over the last couple of days I've rewatched some of the old like behind the scenes of like Fight Club and everything and it's just this dude knows everything he, he wants like to <laughs> an inch. It's mm-hmm. insane how his brain works and um yeah, I think it's difficult to work with. Not difficult, but sort of a, a challenge because he does demand so many takes since he's such a perfectionist, but it just always it's always worth it, in, in my humble opinion, you know? And I think it's called... I'll link it in the description, but it's, it's fascinating if you're into filmmaking. I think, it, yeah, Netflix Film Club uploaded it on YouTube. It's called The Magic of the Movies Behind the Scenes of David Fincher's Mank. It's, it's really fascinating.
1: I mean, talking about Mank, the Golden Globes were two weeks ago, I think, and Mank, I think, had the most nominations going in. Yeah. Like 10. Did, it win, did they win anything except for maybe music?
0: Uh, I don't know. I think was, they
1: walked out pretty barehanded, right.
0: It was nominated for six Golden Globes. Oh, six. I'm sorry. And No, I didn't know. I'm just looking up now. And it didn't win anything. No, you're right.
1: Crazy. <laughs> it's supposed uh, to be
0: uh, nominated for a lot of Academy Awards as well. That's sort of the predictions, but that doesn't yeah. really mean anything.
1: I think, no, sorry, maybe what was also nominated for a lot of things was Trial of the Chicago 7. They were nominated for, they won Best Screenplay, which, okay, sure, Sorking, I guess, they can't give it to anyone else, but it was nominated (laughs) for one, two, three, four, yeah, five in general, which I don't really agree, but all right. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. (laughs) We haven't seen so many of the award contenders, like, Mm -hmm. because they're not available to us yet. But, you know, I don't, you know, I, I, you know how I feel about Trial of the Chicago 7. I I liked it, but yeah, could have been better.
1: Yeah. I just saw a couple of polls on YouTube and stuff where people could vote what's, what should win this and this category. And the overwhelming majority voted for Trial of the Chicago 7 pretty much all of the comments where I didn't see any of these movies or yeah. I just saw Chicago, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's my honorable. All right. Do, do you have an honorable too?
1: Yeah, a bit of an honorable, which I just want to mention because it's somebody I already talked about. Okay. Which is also why I don't want him to be my pick, which is another Matt Colbow video. <laughs> it's called Friend The Funniest the Joke You'll Hear Today About Einstein's Theory of Special Relativity. And it's a four-minute joke with one hell of a punchline. <laughs> That's all I got to say about it. Watch it.
0: <laughs> right. Is that like worthy of uh, putting on the cover?
1: I think he's already, already been on the cover, I think. Yeah. We don't have to. It's not that exciting of a cover either. It's just him sitting on a shore telling the joke. Yeah.
0: I'm looking at it now. I mean, uh, <laughs> we'll see what we have to, like, we always have to find four things to put on the cover. So we'll see. Yeah, maybe. You don't Do want to mean- get into it more, right? You don't want to spoil I anything? Mean-
1: yeah, I mean, it's just him talking about Einstein and uh, his fu- a theory of relativity and how it works with a couple of jokes in there and then he just brings out one hell of a punchline towards the end. I mean, that's that's these kind of videos he's done before. He's done like the best joke you'll hear today. It's just three, four minutes of him rambling yeah. and then finally getting to the point, which is Sounds pretty great. much always a similar joke, but it always works. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's my honorable.
0: I'm so interested in what your pick is going to be as well. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, should I just go first? Obviously, yeah, that's please. the way. Yeah, we should do it like that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if you watched this movie. Have you watched a lot this week or the last, last two weeks?
1: Not at all. <laughs> so, you got one <laughs> I, thing. What I have watched uh, or started watching is Atlanta, the show. Yes, which is I thought you might. Fucking amazing. Jesus yeah. Christ. But it's not new by any stretch. I mean, the first season came out in 2016, so couldn't really let that count. Have you watched,
0: and this might be your pick, but I'm Please. just going to ask you anyway,
1: have you watched this
0: uh, phenomenon on Netflix behind her eyes?
1: I haven't. Is it su- such a phenomenon?
0: Dude, I, uh, like, if you <laughs> 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 I haven't watched it because it's mm-hmm. of no interest to me, but it's like one of the most popular things on Netflix now. Okay. And if you watch the trailer... Every single comment is like, my god, the ending, the ending, the ending, like it's sort of supposed to be so really? great, but it, I just have no interest in this. Uh, yeah, it thing. looks quite generic. <laughs> it really does, but it's what, it's one of those unexpected sort of phenomenons. Now, phenomenas, phenomenons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think sort of sort of the mo- the public, the the. How do I say this? Like, I think a lot of the a uh, lot of people who just watch everything that's on Netflix, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. They love this. This is one of those things that sort of, uh, yeah, everyone raves about. Maybe you want to check it out. I don't know. I don't yeah. really feel that. I, at The ending sort of, I, I oh, almost wanted to sort of just w- like look up what the ending is mm-hmm. because there's like already like, uh, expl- I saw already got recommended some explanation videos like, this is what the ending meant or whatever. <laughs> it, the ending explained. So, you okay. know, that's interesting but I don't want to yeah. sit through five hours of television.
1: Yeah, I mean, you might have just given me my next week's pick, but yeah, it, it's a lot to watch. It's just for one ending that might be alright. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, it's it's supposed to be pretty good. I don't know. Right. Okay, we'll so see. this is not your pick. Okay. Interesting, yeah. My pick of the week mm-hmm. is... <laughs> I, let's see. My pick of the week is Moxie.
1: Ooh, okay. Is that your pick? Uh, no, I didn't watch it. I... Didn't look that interesting to me, to be honest.
0: I struggled this week, yeah. but I saw that Amy Poehler, this mm-hmm. movie is directed by Amy Poehler, who I, I like. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say I'm a huge fan, but I like her. I think she's very, very funny. Yeah, sure. And so I, 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 I genu- genuinely just like, started watching it. <laughs> and <laughs> do you know what this is about?
1: I think so it's actually something that I saw like the trailer or preview for on Netflix Yeah. then I decided it wasn't of any interest it's about a young girl i guess discovering like the old punk stuff from her mom and then also becoming starting a bit a revolution. of a rebel yeah, yeah okay. it's
0: it's less like punky okay. like then it uh, seems it's more like she's starting to uh, it is a very feminist movie is that, a, is that oh sh-
1: jesus <laughs> no, <sorry. laughs>
0: is that an adjective a feminist Femini- movie
1: Uh, pro-feminist yes
0: yeah, it is it's very like um, sort of her trying to start a rev- revolution at her school basically like because mm-hmm. the school is like a generic high school that sort of ranks people upon their like on their looks and are just very demeaning to a lot of people and she sort of wants to rebel against that Mm -hmm. and um, it sounds very very I don't know maybe generic or whatever Mm -hmm. and it kind of is too but for whatever reason I've kept watching it so um, let's run a little clip of it hey mom what do uh, 16 year olds care about when I was 16 all I cared about was smashing the patriarchy and burning it all down
1: oh my god Constitute a revolution.
0: Did you hear rankings are already starting? Emma Cunningham's just gonna get ranked most bangable for the second year in a row. Kira Pascal for best ass. Caitlin Price, I'll take best rap. It's so nice not to be on anyone's radar. Totally. Did you gonna miss me? Seriously? Yes, we can't! Oh. Can I help you? I don't know, can you? He's bothering you, he's harassing me. Mm. If you use that word, that means I have to do a bunch of stuff. You know
1: that your school is weird, right? Ignore Mitchell. If you keep your head down, we'll move on and bother somebody else. I'm gonna keep my head up. Hi.
0: All right. Um. Yeah. It's it's interesting because I also watched like a review of of this movie after I finished it because I wanted to see what the like what the public thought of this or like what this one person thought of this basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he made some very good points. I mean. I want to start off with one thing. There's this one character I don't even know where to begin. So (laughs) the the, the villain of the movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger's Arnold Schwarzenegger's son. Right? Patrick Schwarzenegger. He plays the villain of the movie. He's the jock. He's the football guy who Isn't
1: he like close to 30?
0: No, he's like I think he's in his early twenties, playing a sixteen-year-old oh, really? or whatever. But okay. it, it's believable. There's a lot okay. of actors in this, as there usually is in these high school comedies. They're mm-hmm. like much older than they're than they're supposed to be, but it but mm-hmm. it kind of works. Yeah, he's actually um twenty-seven. You're right. Okay. But it's you know it's believable to some yeah? extent. Sure. And I mean, it's uh, I don't even know where, sort of where to begin. It really is that like <laughs> Amy Poehler plays. I'm 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 all over the place. So I apologize. So the main actress is, <laughs> uh, she's called Hadley Robinson, I believe, right? The actress or yeah, her actress. character, okay. Hadley or Hadley, I think Hadley Robinson. Mm-hmm. And her mother is played by Amy Poehler, who's also the director. And she sort of gets inspired because she finds um, the old like notebooks of her mom mm-hmm. uh, one day, and she sort of then, which features the word Moxie, which I already forgot what it meant. Uh, it's like someone brave or something like that yeah Uh, you got Moxie kid yeah is that what it
1: is (laughs) yeah I mean I've heard that quite a bit That phrase in movies
0: yeah and then she sort of uh, prints out these sort of flyers and hands them out at school but she's uh, anonymous she doesn't want to be known that she's the one who starts the whole thing but through those flyers a lot of um, girls come together and sort of start this group called Moxie Mm -hmm. to sort of rebel against the Patriarchy, mm-hmm. and also one thing which is just fantastic, but we because we talked about it last week. The, um, what is what is the what is the term head headmist no not headmistress what headmaster <laughs> yeah. of the school yeah uh, is played by Marcia Gay Harden who you Help talked to? well she's uh, <laughs> in Miller's Crossing she's the um,
1: right
0: and I even talked about okay. it like, she's in a lot of things and you were like I oh, I didn't I couldn't picture her like I. I mm-hmm yeah and she shows up in a 2021 release there she is interesting okay yeah i still don't know how to pronounce her first name i'm hoping it's (laughs) correct and she's the sort of very she doesn't give a shit basically because the, all of the accusations that or because patrick schwarzenegger he bullies a new student and um she sort of goes to the principal there it is that's Mm. the word she goes to the principal and she's just like no because she's obviously on the side of the hero of the school. You know, she sides with him. He's the jockey. You can't, like, punish that guy. You know, he's just, he's just, you know, it's just stupid, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> she just sort of um, throws it away, the accusations, basically. Okay. So she's a little bit of a bitch,
1: you know?
0: <laughs> One of my favorite characters, and this is where the reviewer that I watched, we, we sort of kind of differ here. There's a character called Seth, right? Mm-hmm. He was also in Smart, the actor. I looked this up. Uh, in a a smaller role okay but I knew that I knew his face from somewhere so I looked it up he was in Booksmart so he's the love interest of the main character right Mm -hmm. and it instantly reminded me of um, never rarely sometimes always because we had this discussion afterwards where I felt like every single male in that movie was portrayed to be an asshole Mm -hmm. right yeah you remember this discussion I remember yeah (laughs) and that is sort of also the case in Moxie. But then there's Seth. <laughs> the reviewer was like, this character is literally like the perfect human being. <laughs> and <laughs> he also described him as like the most boring character because he's got like no flaws. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's, there are people like this in the world, right? There's got to be some good people. And it felt sort of, yeah, come on now. <laughs> it, it was refreshing to see someone who genuinely was a good dude. You know, he wasn't, like, because he it was, like, pushing it because he's, like, this super supportive guy. And, of course, he supports the moxie movement as well. And there's this fantastic scene where they, the moxie group were sort of, like, they, they, in a flyer, they printed, like, tomorrow when you come to school, everyone, like, write, like, stars or something on your hand as a, you know, as a form of protest or whatever, as a form mm-hmm. of coming together whatever and so all the like a few girls sort of do it and they like <laughs> look at each other's hands when they go into school to see like who did it mm-hmm. and then there's this great scene where they're like they have to hand in their cell phone when they enter the classroom there's like a thing on the wall they put their cell phones in mm-hmm. and so two friends meet up the, the main character and one of her best friends and they just put their phone in there and they, they notice that they put stars on their hands and there's this great shot of like a slow motion shot of seth coming in <laughs> just throwing his phone in there and just obviously revealing that he has put stars on there too. <laughs> and they, they both look at each other once he's gone and go like, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, I mean, it's really that. It's a generic ass movie about <laughs> an important subject though.
1: It yeah, really is. Sure, yeah.
0: And I felt like there's a lot of great scenes in there that um, elevated this from being mediocre. But then, then again, I have to say, And the guy made a good point as well. A lot of things just go well in that movie. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. a bit of conflict towards the end, as you expect, but a lot of things go well, and a lot of things are not, are, are are supposed to be, not twists, but reveals that I saw coming from miles away. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. So, I think it's fun. It's a fun watch. It's got good performances, um, and. Ike Barinholtz, if you know his name, he was in Blockers, he plays the teacher, and I thought he was extremely funny. Uh, It's always the teachers in these high school movies that sort of uh, stand out, if they're good. (laughs) And he did. He was very good.
1: Yeah, cool. I mean, I guess they can get like the funner comedians to be in those movies as teachers. Yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I I wasn't that interested in the movie. What kind of awakened my interest a little is to see it was directed by Amy Poehler, as you mentioned. But, yeah. I don't know. I might give it a shot now, but I think yeah. I don't know. I I thought you might have watched this,
0: and I had no. I couldn't like. I had no idea what you thought of it. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> like. I have no idea if you like this movie or not. It also stars Catherine Langford's sister, which she she's the one in Thirteen Reasons Why, mm-hmm. Catherine Langford. So apparently, she has a younger sister who is way more famous than her. What? Yep. I okay. think she's like an Instagram. Influencer.
1: Oh, Jesus. Okay.
0: Yeah. I, don't, I didn't know that. But she, she's apparently a big pull for this movie because a lot of her fans are like are watching this movie because of her. She's called Josephine Langford. But she has such a small part in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I mean, apparently a lot of, inf- a lot of uh, like famous young people are in this movie and they're sort of like, they're what's interesting to A lot of people, so they want to check it out because they're in it, you know, which is a smart thing to do. I mean, I didn't know any of them, but a lot of people do.
1: It it seems like a movie that just isn't for my, or I guess our age group, dude. It is not for us in any way. (laughs) In any way,
0: (laughs) Um, yeah. I think this is, yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say who it's for, but I think it's pretty obviously not like aimed towards us necessarily. Not to say that we shouldn't watch it. I mean, it I mean, educates did, us too.
1: Yeah, kind of enjoyed it. So. I did. Fair enough.
0: It also stars Clark Gregg. Do you remember him? He's in the MCU. He's in mm-hmm. A.D. <laughs> <Who Shield. isn't? laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, no, who is he?
0: He's Coulson. Um, he's this uh, guy who works for S.H.I.E.L.D. You know oh, okay. him 100% when you see him. And he's got <laughs> a great just, part too.
1: I, I, I do enjoy Marvel, but... I have the feeling everybody knows more about the universe than I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you don't know who Zemo is, I think that's a good shout. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But I, <laughs> I think do it's know fair. Who that I that Thanos guy is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 He was that uh, orange guy, right? <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's my pick. I. It, it was a weird week, but yeah, I did enjoy it. I mean, there's a scene where they went on a date to a funeral home. I mean, what mm-hmm. is going on? This is great letterbox comments where it's like. Well, it's 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 Seth sort of taking the main act, the main character, to a date, and he's like, "I want to show you a place," mm-hmm. and he drives her to a funeral home. <laughs> and, like the letterbox comment is like, "If someone asks me to go to a funeral home, I'm run- I'm running." <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fair enough, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> That's um, it. That's it. Yeah. That's all I got.
1: Interesting. I wouldn't have guessed that you would watch that movie, but show us yeah. what I know.
0: Well, it's it, it was a necessity, a necessity pick. But it uh, sure. You know, I I gave it a shot and it it, it it's it worked out.
1: <laughs> I mean, you could have stayed with one. But I, I could mean, have. It, yeah, I mean, it's yeah difficult once again, as we already mentioned, to judge it by what it was or how it ended. But yeah, what do you All got? Right? Yeah, um, I have a bit of a weird one this week. It's my pick is not. There's a new show on Netflix called Age of Samurai Battle for Japan. It's a docuseries, six episodes long, about one of the most iconic times in Japanese history when there was a big civil war and the whole country kind of was split into different factions and then somebody, or some people finally united the country and brought peace to Japan that's how kind of Japan stayed for two hundred and fifty years. It's a very interesting time and I, I love Japanese history, especially that time. I think it's a very niche interest of mine, but I yeah. absolutely adore Japanese history. Yeah. And so there was a docuseries coming out. And I was very excited to kind of see something. Then I saw the trailer and I was like, ah, that that doesn't look great, right? You watched the trailer. Yeah, I watched the trailer. I mean, it's like documentary, I mean. Still? I already knew how it would end. I already <laughs> knew the whole story of the single Jidai, die, but probably just butchered to the word. But <laughs> so I watched the first two episodes, and I was not amused. It, it looks <laughs> <I'm> not amused. <laughs> it looks <laughs> terrible. The acting is terrible. There are a lot of people. there's so many historical inaccuracies, and they're just these talking hats, as they're called, like experts talking. It's just them being interviewed or talking over the footage, right? Right. And they do it so excessively, and it feels like everybody, like, says a sentence, and then they switch the historian. They have, like, 20 experts. I think they could have done with, like, two to five, but okay. And <laughs> every fucking battle that they do, every, like, reenaction of a historical battle is in a fucking forest. I think it's every time it's <laughs> a fucking forest. I think... They just didn't have the budget to do anything. At, at least that's what it looked like. They're is like, this
0: an American production, I, or is this like in? Is this subtitled?
1: Well, it is an American production, as far as I'm aware, or at least somewhere from an English-speaking country. But the reenactments are with original Japanese actors who speak in Japanese with okay. subtitles. But okay. Okay. Those scenes are far in between, and yeah, all those fucking scenes are looks like it's filmed in the same forest and they're like, ooh, there was this huge battle and then they show like 15 people walking and then shooting and then screaming and yeah, all right. Right. And I didn't enjoy it at all. <laughs> but what I do enjoy immensely and... It's like Blood is, of
0: Zeus, right? Sorry, but...
1: Jesus Christ, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Is this your I pick? already... Uh, 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 no, no. You're getting to it, right? I'm sorry. That I'm sorry.
1: show is not my pick. Okay, My okay. pick is the YouTube channel, The Shogunate, which is a channel that I've been following for a while now and the guy who owns the channel does a very in-depth look uh, about that period in Japanese history. He's like 45 videos on there. He isn't even finished with the period. And each, each video is like 15 to like 20 minutes long. And he goes very much in-depth and explains all the historical people and events, etc. Right. And he did a review of this show. And this is my pick just because it's, I think, an important question that he asks. And that is, do you make it a bit historically inaccurate but therefore like draw people in you know make the samurais look like typical samurais with their katana swords drawn and screaming and fighting as if they were in an anime or do you make it more historically historically accurate but then kind of risk that less people are interested okay and I think he makes a fair point and I totally agree that's just that's not how those shows should be made and that's the words of the historians are just so twisted and then make things into historical facts which they absolutely aren't. And I think if you do it that way, it just paints a completely different picture. And if you kind of support those kinds of shows, those shows are getting made and not actual documentaries. I mean, if you want to... That's that's what I hate about documentaries. They're so inaccurate most of the time, but they come across as fact just because they have the title documentary. Right. So yeah, check that video out. That's by The Shogunate, the channel is called. And I think it's just an interesting point about those docuseries, which I think there are just so many coming out all the time about different topics, especially if it's like, I don't know, Middle Ages or something. It's so easy to be historically incorrect and just further spread uh, inaccuracies and rumors and myths more than facts. And
0: but surely you have to have seen the show in order to watch the review, no?
1: I've seen the first two episodes and that was enough. And then he kind of showed more footage and explained why that is wrong. Right. What actually happened and probably why they got things wrong. And they're just, the historians do say accurate stuff pretty much, but then it's going to get edited down and then there's a scene where one guy kills another huge guy and that guy was blah, blah, blah. The guy who united Japan, which is just not true. He never killed that dude. He, he was more, his, I think his original title was a sandal bearer at first. And then they make him out to be this big warrior. It's just, I don't know. It's, right. I don't know. I just, I hate that. And I think it's just so great that somebody just picks that apart and shows why that is wrong and how right. those documentaries should be made. So can we show a clip of this? I think we could show a clip of Age of Samurai, I guess. Right. I don't know if you, we can show a clip of the YouTube video or how that would work, but it's just so you can get a feeling of the show and what it is about. I mean, it's a Netflix thing. I think we can show the things. Yes. Show a clip. So, yeah, this is Age of Samurai Battle for Japan.
0: 1551. Japan is in chaos. Anarchy reigns as heavily armed warlords fight for power and territory. In the Sengoku period, there were no more rules. This was all-out battle for control of Japan. You have the men who are going to shape the destiny of Japan coming together.
1: All right. So I don't know how it comes across just from the audio. I mean, you can check out the show, sure. Uh, maybe make up your own mind. but <laughs> You're I allowed think to. You're allowed to, yeah. You right. have my permission. Thank you. But yeah, I think it's just too bad. I think this could have been something great.
0: Yeah, I think that's the first ever <laughs> trailer <laughs> we showed of something that wasn't great, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, surely, that like, We had some okay picks where we, right, like, right, uh, right, we right. didn't have anything else. Sure, but it, I, I still <laughs>
0: always, like, enjoyed them a little bit, you know? I guess, never yeah. had to fake enjoyment <laughs> for a pick so far in the last 57 episodes. So Fair enough. 56 yeah. Or so.
1: But, yeah, I mean, that's my pick. I mean, it's it's a bit of a weird one. Yeah, I guess it would have been easier to just to pick one division, but I think just that video stayed more with me than one division did. Fair, yeah. fair.
0: I mean, yeah, I, I, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I haven't seen this to <laughs> your surprise. Yeah, huh?
1: <laughs> um, yeah.
0: I mean, I, I, I don't know. Is that it? Do we have anything else?
1: I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, for me. I mean,
0: uh, what, do you have anything to add to the special we did last week? Are you happy with the? Have you listened back to it?
1: I listened to... I just clicked into it and listened to it. Just your parts. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The best part. Yeah, yeah. And I think what we forgot to talk about, because you talked about cinematography from on Mank, we forgot to mention uh, Roger Deakins, I think. We did. Who
0: we, did. <laughs> we, 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 we talked about the video, the <laughs> shot, reverse shot. Uh, but yeah.
1: And I would have loved to mention him, and I actually plan to do so, because we talked about him quite a bit now, just yes. because of his work with Denis Villeneuve and I think 1917, I mentioned him uh, on our Best of the Year special and he does most of the cinematography cinematography for the Coen Brothers and that's where he got like 90% of his nominations from and they just look amazing, those films, just yeah. because of him. We should have mentioned that, yeah, you're right. Apart from that, I think the special went well, I think. Yeah. I, I love the intro, which you, you cut together <laughs> during... Yeah, that was the a collaborative
0: a collaborative process.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it was. It was I mean, fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was. It, I think it turned out well. And I think yeah. our favorite was like oh, because obviously, Steve and you and I sat next to each other, and we like mm-hmm. the Osborne. <laughs> the Osborne <Cox> thing <laughs> was just perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About the security of your shit, because you <laughs> you actually the you you we already included mm-hmm. that, and you um. You had the idea to put it in, like you, you didn't know that we already put it in, so mm-hmm. it had to go in there, you know. Yeah, it's just a classic, beautiful I moment. Mean, yeah,
1: yeah, All right. I mean, do you have any additions to the list? Anything you would change?
0: I don't know. I—I I feel like Big Lebowski could have been higher, but then again, I don't know if I would put it over uh, my two and one. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Yeah, I'm—I'm I'm happy with it. I'm happy. With, I'm happy with <laughs> it. <laughs> Yeah. No, I got nothing man. I think uh, it's fine. We'll, we'll have a sh- bit of a shorter episode this week. I mean it's is we're 442ish it? minutes now so we should be oh, really? Yeah. Christ. Oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you checked out Saint Maud yet?
1: <laughs> uh,
0: no. <laughs> okay, that's fine. You would love that movie though. You I would know. love that movie. Um right. I mean that's it okay. for me. We'll we'll be back. Is there anything big coming up next week do you know? Big yeah. This is yeah. well, this week.
1: Falcon and Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. But apart from that, I am not sure.
0: When's that coming out, though? That's like on On Friday. Next Friday. I think so. So we probably won't talk about it next week.
1: You know what I mean? Probably. I mean, maybe. Yeah. Maybe we can do it like we did it with WandaVision, or we can just take it as as our pick and then. Talk we'll about see, it. We'll I don't see. Know. will it's you have so to hard, tune in yeah. to find out <laughs> those are the difficulties of running a podcast yeah. you know absolutely <laughs> well
0: that's it thanks for listening uh, yeah. and um, yeah hopefully you, um, you enjoyed it and have a good week hopefully you'll be back again next week with another interesting decision of what pick we're going to actually <laughs> pick what pick we're going to pick mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it for me
1: yeah thank you so much uh, for listening and as always you can check us out on any podcast platforms be it Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, etc. You can also check us out at Best Thing Radio on Instagram and Twitter. There you can also see the cover art that Flo designs every week, as well as on YouTube. Um, also check out uh, our special and the cover art we did for that, and especially the intro, and of <laughs> course the pics. Everything about it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, consider dropping a like, a subscribe, It means the world to us. And yeah, thank you so much for dropping by and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.